All right, let's get into it. Breaking news, New York Post, true story. I own a haunted pub. Watch as the ghost shatters a pint glass. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up the footage now. This, this guy, this pub owner, says his pub is definitely haunted. And because the, 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 you can see it. You can see it right here. You can see it. And then, boom, it shatters. It's crazy. It's crazy. What do you think? Do you think it's a haunted pub? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, so here's what the article says. Some ghosts say boo, but at least one of them says brew. <laughs> you got to love the New York Post for their wonky, snarky puns. Some, some, some ghosts say boo, but this ghost say, says brew. Anyway, surveillance video captured the moment a half-drank pint glass randomly exploded at an English bar. And now the owners believe it's evidence that they own a paranormal pub. They own a paranormal pub, you guys. The potentially poltergeist activity happened on Monday at Coniston Tavern. In the video, a workman in his high-vis his high-vis uh, jacket is seen drinking a beer and chatting with two friends at lunch in a pub of North London. Then, seemingly out of nowhere, the half-filled beer mug spontaneously combusts, spewing beer and glass all over the tables and diners. That's friggin' crazy. Could you imagine owning a, a haunted pub? How messy. They're, like, knocking down glasses of Guinness. Ugh. Um, I don't know. I think he's having fun if this ghost is real. Okay, Andy Gadsby, 35, who runs the bar with his wife, Katie, 32, was serving customers at Coniston Tavern when he heard a co the commotion and looked over to see one of the customers looked pretty wet with lager. When the pub owner went over to check on the customer, he was told that the pint randomly exploded right in front of him. Hmm. Okay. And this is what he says. At first, I'm going to do it in an English accent, a Northern English accent that I have no authority to do. I don't even know what a Northern English accent sounds like, but I'm going to attempt at it. Okay. At first, I thought the glass might have had a hairline crack after coming out of the washer and the code logger caused it to. All right. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I just forgive me. I really forgive me. <laughs> it sounded like a uh like an irish accent a little bit anyway he says at first i thought the glass might have had a hairline crack after coming out of the washer and the cold lager lager caused it to break he he admitted and initially justified but then he realized that if that happened you wouldn't expect it to explode and he'd already drank half the drink so the glass was clearly cold and i think he's right i think he's right Unless somebody's tricking him. Unless his drink, drinking buddies are like, oh, let's put a little explosion into our friend, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm going to call him Gary. Uh, let's put a little explosion in our friend's glass and make him think it's a ghost. I don't know. There's probably not much to do in Northern London. So that's probably what they were doing. They're like, yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Let's, let's, I don't know how you'd make it. I don't know how you'd make it something explode. Anyway. Um, going through, okay, so they went through the security tapes and, um, he suddenly realized that another customer had lost his drink at the same table in December. So maybe it's the table that's haunted. 
And that's what's causing the explosions. Or maybe the table is too, uh, is wired up with some weird electric uh, wiring, a faulty wiring. Anyway, he sat down at the same table and his pint looked like it had been pushed onto the floor. That's messed up. And anyway, this is the owner of the pub says he, uh, all the locals insist that the pub is haunted by a former tenant named Dave who uh, used to live in the apartment above the pub. Interesting. Okay. My wife and I have been running the pub for seven months, but we've since been told it's haunted. All right. Apparently a tenant called Dave lived in the flat above the pub. And one night he drank a bottle of brandy and had a heart attack and died. It's definitely Dave. Of course it's Dave. The owners speculate that maybe his spirit is around the pub and he's desperately trying to pinch people's pinch people's drinks. That's a British word for like stealing. So he's trying to like nick, steal people's drinks. He's, but he's a ghost. So he, he just knocks them over because he can't drink it because he's not a human. He's, he's dead. The Gatsby's don't seem to be too scared by their supposedly haunted pub and are having fun with their potentially paranormal patron. That's fun. Andy says, it's very mysterious, and the two incidents have spooked people out. Okay, that, okay, all right. Let me just backpedal here. It's only two times something's happened, and it's just glasses that have been, maybe they were just drunk. I'm thinking that the people who are having the drink, they just turn around like, oh, that was a funny story, mate. Oh, last, look at, and they just knocked it over, and they were so shit-faced that they thought, oh, that wasn't me. It was the ghost. It was Dave who died of a heart attack, who lived upstairs. Don't blame me. No, I don't. It's not my problem. I'm fine. I don't have a drinking problem. It's the ghost who lives above upstairs. That's what it is. It's the ghost. Um, Okay, so two glasses were knocked over. I'm going to say it's not a ghost. I'm going to say I'm just going to venture it's probably... The regular two guys who come to the pub every time and maybe they're pinching drinks. Maybe they're like, oh, mate, look, I spilled another drink. Can I have another one for free? Because some, your ghost, not, oh, oh no, your ghost, Dave, upstairs, he came back again and he spilled my whole drink over. Can I have another one for free because your ghost knocked mine over? And the bartender's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I can't believe Dave knocked your drink over. Sure, I'll give you a free drink or I'll give you I'll replenish the old. Look, the bartender's an idiot. The owners are dumb. They're being they're being tricked. They're being they're being punked by the whole all the locals. They just bought the bar. What did they, What was it like? How many months? Not that long. It's been not that long. They haven't owned the bar for that long. And all the locals are like, ah, la, Mickey. Mickey, your bar's haunted because they keep knocking over my drinks. Can I have a free one? Because I was just knocked over by your ghost, Dave, upstairs. And the bartender is new. He's 32 with his wife. They probably have a little kid. They're exhausted. They're, they're working behind the bar. They're trying to help the help out, the make everybody happy. All the locals have been going there for decades. And they're like, yeah, just, just, tell, just tell the owner that it's Dave, the ghost of, the ghost of Dave who knocked the drink over. And I did that last December and they gave me a free pint of Guinness. So just try it. And then people are just going to try it. I'm just, that's in England, North thing. I'm going to go back to England and I'm going to, um, I'm going to, uh, 
I'm going to, I'm going to go back to England. I was just there, but I'm going to go back just to check out this pub. And I'm going to just like knock over my drink and go to the bartender and say, look, see, and I'm going to say, can I have a free drink? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, so I was just there in London. I, I already told you that, right? I don't know if I told you that or not. But yeah, I was just there. It was fun. So let's all go to this pub in 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 northern London and take the piss out of the owner, the exhausted owner, the young barkeep who's just trying to stay afloat in these hard times. And and now the whole village is punking him, saying, "Yeah, yeah, I think it's haunted. I think it's Dave upstairs." I'm pretty sure it's Dave. Give me another free drink, sir. Give me another free drink, dummy. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, not really exciting news, but I, I don't know. It's the New York Post. It's fun. It's just breaking news from the New York Post. And I just, it's not breaking at all. It's like they're dumb weird. It's like the weird news of the week. Anyway, um, I have another one here. Let's... Uh, New York Post breaking news. Psychic goat makes royal predictions about Meghan, Harry, and William. Yep. A goat named Billy, it says, can purportedly predict the future using tarot cards. And he's got some bad, <laughs> bad news for the British royal family, the New York Post says. Um, okay. The six-year-old animal performed a reading relating to the royals, declaring that Prince Harry and Prince William will not make amends at their father's coronation. So they're still not going to talk to each other. I didn't think William was going to the coronation. I thought, were they invited? I guess they have to. It's his son. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, I don't keep up with this, but I thought this was interesting, especially after the, um, especially after the story about the haunted pub in England. Now we have a psychic goat. What's going on, England? You're, you're kind of crazy. Um, what's, what's happening with you, England? What's going on? Okay, so Billy the goat, what a great name for a goat, Billy goat, uh, has been forecasting the future for four years now, and his owner uh, describes the pet's predictions as spookily accurate. Okay, a person who wants to know the answer to a question must first must first pet Billy for several minutes, Okay, before presenting him with tarot cards, uh, according to the, the, the owner. Okay, this is what the, the, tar the owner says. I have tarot cards, especially for animals. So he will choose a card with his mouth, the eccentric owner explained. Oh, God. Um, first, they wanted to know. So, like, people came over to this psychic goat. And at first they wanted to know whether uh, uh, warring William and Harry would call a truce in their ongoing feud. And they presented the goat with yes and no cards. All right. Okay. Before Billy hesitated for a couple of minutes and ultimately chose no. So Billy said, no, they're not going to hang out. They're not going to hang out. They're not going to call truce. They're not going to say uncle. They're not going to give up on their dumb feud. Um, but while Harry won't be happy with his brother, Billy believes the future looks bright with his wife, Meghan Markle. Okay, that's good. When asked whether the wayward royal will stay with Markle, ooh, if Harry will stay with Markle, the goat said, wait for it, yes, with his mouth. He went like that. All right, um, the Post reached out to reps of the Sussex and Kensington Palace. <laughs> they reached out to the 
to the royals, um, but they did not comment. Of course they didn't comment. Who would comment on that? Be like, oh, um, oh, okay, thanks, New York Post, talking about Billy the, pro- the, the prophetic goat. Anyway, um, the owner who was working as an animal trainer on, uh, oh, she's working in movies. She work, she's working on Ridley Scott's next movie. Told the Southwest News Service that her grandmother was a talented fortune teller who would read tea leaves for women whose husbands were in the war, it, uh, were in, at war. And, okay, so her mom was, a, her grandmom was a fortune teller. And now she thinks because she has a pet goat that that goat all right. She passed on her gift of being able to predict the future to her family members and their pets. All right. Prior to owning Billy, uh, the owner had another goat who was also able to foresee the future. After the animal died, her friend gave her to Billy, who is the size of a Shetland pony. And she said that Billy picked up the baton and began to make accurate predictions. All right. The really nice thing. Okay, I'm going to do that accent. The really nice thing is it's the goat doing psychic readings, she explained. People do become calm when they stroke Billy. It's like an epiphany. Oh, my God. He's hugely popular when people see him. They can't believe he's a fortune-telling goat because he's not. Because you, you're a charlatan. Because goats can't tell the future, especially with pig, pig. Goats eat anything. Does she know that? They'll, you put a piece of paper in front of them, yes or no, they'll eat it. They'll put it in their mouth. They'll eat metal. Goats are just dumb. And I don't think it's psychic. I think it's just hungry. Anyway, uh, blah, blah. Billy's predictions come just days before the coronation of King Charles III, which is set for Saturday, May 6th at Westminster Abbey. The ceremony marks the official transfer, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she's, you know what? They're all cashing in on this shit. They're just cashing in on the fact that uh, Charles is going to be the king. They're like, what do I, ah, I don't know. How about if we make uh, my pet goat a psychic and, and, and parlay that into the coronation? And I can sell this story to, uh, to different news outlets because I, because um, I, um, I don't know. I have no life. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, earlier this month, it was announced that Harry will be in attendance, but with Megan's not going. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. Megan's not going. So Harry's going to go by himself and um, he would be sitting 10 rows back. How did I know this? From his estranged family at the ceremony. Okay. So the goat is predicting that Harry and his brother, uh, what's his brother's name? William. They're not going to hang out together. They're not going to hang out together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't read the book that he wrote, but I think he didn't say nice things about his family and his brother. So I wouldn't hang out. If my brother wrote a book, like a big, huge book, and like blah, went on a cry tour about my fucking family, I'd be like, yeah, sit 10 rows back, buddy. I don't want to be sitting near you. You're, you're chilling all over. You're, you're spilling the tea. <laughs> you're spilling the royal tea, asshole. 10 rows back. Maybe I'll talk. Maybe uh, the goat's right. Maybe in a few years I'll, I'll, I'll uh, make amends, but not now. Dad's going to be king. All right? Focus on him. And your wife's back in California. Good. Uh, I don't even understand this royal thing. I don't get it. I don't understand the obsession. I don't understand people giving a shit about them. I can't even imagine. Uh, 
like people in England, they must love. I don't know. I don't know if they love it. I don't know. I, th- I mean, I went, I did pass by the Buckingham where the guards, there were a lot of people out there, mostly Americans taking pictures and doing selfies in front of the palace. It's a weird thing, the monarchy. I mean, I think it's probably, this is probably the last run, right? This is like Charles, and then they're going to be like, all right, that's it. We need to take care of NHS. We can't afford these old uh, inbred people anymore and and running shit. We're giving them all of our money. You know? I think it's time. I think they break it up. Break it up. I mean, this is it. Charles, fine. Okay? And then that's, it's over. It's done. I think that's probably, I I hope that happens because it's ridiculous that you have a monarchy in the first place. I mean, what is this, a Disney? Like, what is it, Disney World? Like, what are you doing? I know, I have friends who are British, older older British guy. He's like, yeah, but it's an institute. I go, yeah, but it's race. Uh, it's kind of really horrible. And he's like, yeah, but that's England. And they, they just, it's part of their culture. I guess it's like, for us, it would be like celebrity, like Madonna and like, I don't know, Katy Perry or something. Like you can't get rid of, or Hollywood, or like yeah, like Tom Cruise movies, like that's royalty in, in America. And for them, it's uh, it's uh, it's the Royals, it's the Royals and like their soccer, like Beckham, and I don't know, Adele. Uh, but I think it's weird. I think they should get rid of it. I think this should be it, Charles. And you know, once he's gone, wrap it up. Wrap it up. I did a show last night in Lausanne. That was fun. That was a ball. I uh, it, it was a it was a fun night because I did a lot of riffing. I've been doing that lately. A lot of uh, stories about things that I I, I just riffed on stage because there's a woman in the front row of the audience. She was from she was from uh, Netherlands. And then I told about the time, the first time I went to Amsterdam when I was in college and I, uh, and then I just recalled this story and it was hilarious. It was, it was a story about uh, a time I went to Amsterdam at, at with, at the time, uh, at the time, my boyfriend, uh, Charlie, and he brought along his friend and I, I didn't know it at the time that that was weird. He brought along his friend, Doug and Doug and Charlie and I shared a actual, um, we shared a, uh, a hotel room together. Yeah. That was kind of, a, that should have been a red flag. Yeah. You want to go to a romantic trip to Amsterdam? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to bring along Doug. It's like, all right. And I remember Doug was an actually sweet guy. He was actually really, really nice. And, um, and yeah, he was, he slept on his bed and then we slept on the queen and he had his little single and we all shared a room in Amsterdam, but that wasn't the story I told. I saw, I told, I, I talked a little bit about that, but no, what I was talking about was, uh, I said, Oh, do you, do you get annoyed with those, all these Americans who go to Amsterdam just to do drugs? Because, um, back then, not like it wasn't, uh, like it is today. It wasn't legalized. So people would go Americans, and probably Brits would go to Amsterdam to just get fucked up. And so when you go to Amsterdam, even to this day, you just see just obnoxious, 
high Americans and Brits just wandering the streets and like, oh, look, it's the red light district. <laughs> and they're just dumb. And they're just, you can spot them a mile away. It's its a real thing. And it's, it's, it's actually, it's really fun to just go there and just observe the idiot tourists. It's really fun just to do that. And then later I went and played, I played, uh, I did shows in Amsterdam, actually, not that long ago. But this is way back. This is back a long time ago. So I'm in Amsterdam with Charlie and Doug. And Charlie uh, was like, yeah, let's go get some uh, tea. Let's go to a coffee shop. They called it coffee shops. That's where you buy the drugs. So we went to a coffee shop and they're like, let's do the mushroom tea, mushroom tea. And I was like, all right, I didn't, I think I took a, I didn't take much. I was scared. Um, But Doug and Charlie took a lot and I was a little bit high. I had a little bit, but it wasn't like crazy. So anyway, we're in Amsterdam and they're so high. They're like, let's rent one of those little paddle boats. So we rented a paddle boat, um, you know, and there's these canals and they have the bridges all over and then the canal with all the tourists taking these paddle boats. And so we took the paddle boat and we're just like the three of us, me, Charlie and Doug paddling and high, like really high. They're high. I'm a little bit high. They're really, really high. And it's like the middle of, it's a beautiful spring day in the middle of the afternoon around three something. Cause I remember, um, all these school children would, they were on like above us, uh, with their uniforms and I, we're just pedaling and on the bridge, the bridge, uh, just in front of us, I see a young 13 year old teenager boy and he's just got a big smile on his face. And you can see him, he's got his backpack and he's just smiling. And he's just like doing this and just smiling, like just doing that. And he's breathing and he's going. And so we're getting really close to the boy, the smiling boy. And I can see him. I'm just staring at him. I'm like, oh my God, I think this is, I think this kid is. And what happened is he just, he just spit all over Charlie, just big luger right on right on his head right on top of his head and charlie was pissed charlie was fucking pissed off and he was like oh my god and you could see the kid look this kid he's having fun in amsterdam every day he's got to walk outside of school and he's got to see these dumb american tourists high as kites and he's like i'm gonna have fun with it i think good on him this is this is before smartphones so he was making he was having fun and but charlie wasn't having any of it so we're on the little paddle boat and so 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 it's just me doug and 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 charlie and then charlie's like pedal faster i'm gonna get that motherfucker (laughs) so the kid just books you can see him and he runs to like another bridge and then he's the other one further and he's just laughing and he's laughing and he to this day, I think Charlie uh, remembers the three of us um, because, uh, or not Charlie. Uh, to this day, that kid, I'm sure he probably regales and tells that story about the one time after school he he spit a big loogie at these dumb Americans. I'm sure. I'm sure he has a story about it. He probably tells. Yeah, uh, he's probably like Hans. Tell that story again about the time you spit on the three Americans in a little dingy paddle boat. Like a bicycle boat. It was, it was like a little tricycle boat. It's a tricycle. It's like a little... Anyway, 
that was fun. I, I remember, and I didn't tell it like that. It was very drawn out and long, and it was fun. And the 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 Holland people liked it. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I've been doing more of that. And what else is happening? Uh, yeah, I got a lot of dates coming up. We got we're, we're gonna put I'm gonna put it up on my website. Uh, we have a show next Thursday in Geneva, and then um, we're going. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to Zug, I'm going to Zurich, I'm going to Basel, uh, Germany, Luxembourg, where else? And then some other place in Amsterdam, and then, oh, see, Amsterdam. Yeah, I'm going back to Amsterdam. Last time I was there, uh, that was pretty fun. That was a big show. That was a big show. It was good. So I, I'm, 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 I'm getting out. Well, because the kid's going to be off school, and so then I can, you know, Go. She'll be she'll be on holiday. She'll be hanging out at the mall. She'll be, she's going to try to get a job, but um, we'll see.